Uh, Lou Cannon, it's uh, great speaking with you. Good to be with you, Robert. Uh, can you please explain to our audience the full list of uh, Joe Biden's cabinet positions, uh, the positions that have been filled so far, notable figures, and are there any positions that have yet to be uh, filled? Well, there are several positions that haven't been, uh, uh, been uh, filled yet. Uh, you know, they haven't filled uh, uh, defense or attorney general, for instance, which are two of the big, big uh, appointments. But uh, I would say that um, you could summarize these appointments by saying that they're uh, w w with uh, three points. One is that they're that they're diverse. Uh, uh, Biden promised that he would. Uh, uh, make diverse appointments, and he's so far done so. They're diverse, they're experienced in the in either working for for Biden previously under the Obama administration or having other posts in the Obama administration, and uh, uh, they're um, and they're also uh, I think people who are who are generally regarded as competent and uh, and. And would in most cases uh, be likely to uh, to get confirmed. Uh, what have you observed are uh, specific traits that Biden was looking for for his cabinet positions, and to what degree does Biden value loyalty? As with many of the cabinet nominees, uh, he has a long history of working with those appointees. Yeah, I think that there's uh, w one thing that a con an important context for this is that Biden. Uh, wants to get off to a fast start. Many people uh, uh, think that he needs to get off to a fast start, and he has been slowed down, although not stopped by uh, 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 Trump's initial lack of cooperation. Uh, these uh, appointments have to get confirmed. Uh, the FBI uh, couldn't start on background checks until the administration uh, gave the go-ahead, the, the, the present administration, and so uh, the Senate confirmations might take a little longer than, and in this context, Biden has gone for people who have either been confirmed before, like like his most important appointment so far is Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State. Blinken went through the confirmation process before, as a uh, uh, in, in a in a lesser position uh, as Secretary of State, uh, lesser Assistant Secretary of State, and he was. Um, I think confirmed by just uh, two votes. Uh, uh, he's uh, uh, he's made uh, Jake Sullivan is is his national security appointment. He's well regarded in uh, in Washington. Uh, uh, he he was uh, uh, he worked as chief counsel to Senator Amy Klobuchar, who was uh, one of the contenders for the Democratic nomination. He's a Rhodes Scholar. Yale Law School. He's got a, 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 a very lengthy resume and experience. Linda Thomas Greenfield, in addition to fulfilling a, uh, a, a Biden promise to uh, name African Americans to prominent posts, she's going to be the UN ambassador. And uh, she is professional. She's from the State Department. She's worked there a long time. I think that <laughs> professionalism is kind of a mark of these Biden uh, 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 nomine nominees. Now, your your listeners will uh, uh, know who John F. Kerry is. Of course, he was a, a Democratic candidate for president, but he is also he's been a consistent advocate of uh, 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 
stronger measures to deal with climate change than the United States has engaged in so far. He, he is, uh, he's well known, he has, he, has, he has gravitas, and I think that to be the climate czar, it's be hard, it, it would be hard uh, put to find somebody uh, uh, better qualified than Kerry. And if, if you could find somebody better qualified than Kerry, it would be Janet Yellen as Secretary of Treasury. She, she is, uh, uh, she's been through the confirmation process. Uh, process. She was the uh, chairman of the Federal Reserve Board. She's, uh, uh, she's, she knows the senators. Uh, she, she's well known to them. Uh, it's, I, I, can't, uh, um, I can't imagine that she won't be, be uh, confirmed. There was, um, she got 11, 11 Republican votes the last time she was up for confirmation. And then there's the, uh, uh, another woman, uh, Avril Haynes, the director of national intelligence. She has a very, she's got a very interesting uh, background and she served in both the George W. Bush and the uh, Obama administration. She's a trained physicist. She oversees a number of uh, the covert programs at the National Security Council. Uh, uh, beginning in 2010. She was deputy director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, um, and the only th thing that you could possibly see that she might get some pushback from um, is uh, uh, she did oversee the, the, uh, pro the, the, the targeted killing program that uh, uh, the United States used uh, with uh, uh, precision drone strikes, some of which uh, 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 were claimed to be less precise than advertised. And then there's the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, who's, uh, um, he, he's a lawyer, he's a former Deputy Secretary, uh, Homeland Security Secretary, he's a Cuban-American, he's an immigrant. Uh, I think uh, he would be, uh, he would be very hard to reject uh, uh, by any of the, by the Republicans or the Democrats. Uh, and then there's also uh, the uh, people that he put in place uh, just yesterday, uh, just um, uh, just uh, renounced over the weekend after Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, Jennifer Saki, the uh, uh, is going to be the press secretary, uh, and uh, she's been the press secretary for the transition. She's well, she's been with Biden a long time. Uh, uh, his uh, Communication Director uh, Kate Bedingfield is another longtime uh, aide. The only top appointment that he's made that I think could might might have a co confirmation issue is uh, uh, Neera Tandon as the Director of the Office of Management and Budget. Uh, she's clashed with and with Republican senators in the past, but perhaps more significant for a confirmation. Uh, the uh, committee that she reports to is uh, Bernie Sanders is the senior Democrat. Uh, if the Democrats managed to take over the Senate, he would be the chairman. And uh, uh, he, he, uh, he clashed with uh, uh, Tandon in 2016, believing that she had fa favored uh, uh, Hillary Clinton and when he was trying to get the nomination. I, I don't think any of the other appointments that... Uh, uh, Mr. Biden has made, to the best of my knowledge, uh, touch on that uh, uh, old uh, Sanders-Clinton fault line. Uh, but um, it's not a, a, a bunch of household names, but 
but it's an impressive it's an impressive so far it's an impressive list of uh, appointments yeah you mentioned the tension between uh Nira Tandon and the progressive wing of the Democratic Party and there was a hope for maybe having Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren as Secretary of Treasury. What are your thoughts on concerns that progressives, that wing of the party, have been completely excluded from Biden's cabinet? Yeah, I don't. Um, I, 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 I don't think that the people that he's chosen, except for Tandon, have any particular history of uh, uh, opposing uh, uh, progressives. But there's a problem with uh, 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 there's a problem with 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 Warren. And that problem is, is that uh, if you appoint her, you're then going to have to fill that Senate seat. And uh, even though it's Massachusetts, it's a liberal state, the, uh, uh, the governor, who is a Republican, Charles Baker, is very popular. He has not said whether he would seek that seat. If he seeks it, it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be a, an easy seat for the, for the Democrats to win. And I think that... Uh, uh, you don't want to risk if you're if you're uh, President Biden. Uh, you don't want to risk President-elect Biden. We should still call him. You don't want to uh, risk possibly losing another uh, Senate seat when uh, when the biggest problem your administration is facing is a, a probability of Republican-controlled Senate. Uh, Sanders is. Uh, I uh, I don't know whether he's still in line to become Secretary of Labor or not. I find it hard to believe that uh, 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 that the Senate would reject him. He's been in in the Senate a long time. He knows a lot of he has friends on both sides of the aisle. And unlike Massachusetts, uh, Vermont's a, a, a pretty reliable Democratic state. It has a Republican governor now, but he's he's a he's a maybe the most liberal Republican governor in the nation. And uh, uh, it, it's. It's very unlikely that the Republicans could pose the challenge uh, that, that that seat should remain in Democratic hands, uh, whereas Massachusetts is less certain. So I think that uh, Sanders is still a possibility of Secretary of Labor if he wants it. As for foreign policy, uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, there's still several runner-ups, and one of them, one of the main ones, is Michelle Flournoy, who uh, there's some controversy about her record of supporting the Iraq war and uh, her role in the Libyan intervention during the Obama administration and uh, again with Anira Tandon like some controversies that she made about taking oil from from the Libyan people which has been compared to Trump's statements back in 2016 and then also concerns of Tony Blinken as Secretary of State having a more kind of hawkish foreign policy outlook what are your general thoughts on the foreign policy angle of the cabinet, and do you expect to see more more of a hawkish outlook as opposed to uh, pro peace? Well, I think the uh, two appointments are separable. Uh, Michelle Flournoy, uh, who is uh, uh, would be the first woman to head defense, is you, know, uh, you might argue with her vote in Iraq, but you can't argue with her competence. She's widely, uh, but I think. Uh, 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 Blinken is a very much uh, of a, uh, a moderate uh, guy, and he's very close to Biden. And you have uh, people are some people who are commenting on this ha have forgotten that Biden was probably the most dovish 
voice in the Obama administration. He, he, he didn't, uh, he, he wanted to have a, a lower level of troops in, in Iraq. He, he's never been, he's never been very hawkish. Uh, uh, his son, who uh, late son Bo, to whom he was so close, uh, served there, and uh, was uh, Bo was, uh, I think, uh, privately critical of the war. So I don't think uh, I think the idea of of Biden be, having a hawkish administration. I think that's an overblown idea. What you will get with Biden is you will get the kind of, of cooperation that uh, uh, reliance on one's allies. Uh, uh, who are not enthusiastic about going into Iraq at any time uh, um, that, that you didn't have under Trump. I mean, uh, essentially, I, I see Biden a return to the kind of uh, consensus foreign policy, which Democrats and Republicans uh, uh, followed on. It's a canard to say that politics stops at the water's edge, but it used to, and uh, maybe it will again. Are there any concerns about the cabinet appointees having backgrounds as lobbyists or ties to lobbyists? I think the uh, I don't I don't have any personal knowledge of this. I'm reluctant to speak about it uh, authoritatively. But there was a story uh, yesterday in the New York Times, and I think during the Washington Post as well uh, uh, about uh, uh, their, the ties of both. Uh, Biden and, and others, including uh, 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 his the chief of staff, uh, uh, to this particular company and particular think tank. Uh, now they've said they'll divest themselves from that, and of course they will. But uh, uh, but I think that that will be something that uh, will be explored not only by Republicans but uh, but by uh, uh, Progressive Democrats, um, but you have to realize uh, 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 that that we're in a situation here where where the Democrats have won essentially won this election. They didn't win many others. They didn't take control of the Senate, at least not yet. And they lost ground in the House, uh, which nobody expected them to. And they they won the presidency by sticking together. By, by by burying differences, not by exploiting them. And I don't think that there's any way uh, with Mitch McConnell uh, as the uh, uh, head of the Senate and uh, all these uh, resentful uh, 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 Trump voters who, uh, uh, according to the polls, believe his uh, Trump's fabrication that uh, the election was, was rigged. I, I don't think Democrats can make any progress at all on any issue if they're going to fight among themselves. So I, I, I think, and I think Biden realized that. And I think, uh, uh, I think Elizabeth Warren and Sanders realized that too. They behaved as grown-ups all during the campaign. I don't think uh, uh, they'll stop doing that now. Uh, Lou, is there anything else you'd like to add about Biden's uh, cabinet? I guess I'm kind of impressed. I, I, I didn't think he would, uh, uh, I'm always skeptical when people promise diversity because you tend to get sort of uh, uh, kind of token diversity and not actual diversity from way too many politicians. And I think uh, you, you finally got a, a president who, uh, a president-elect who's 
uh, practicing what he preached, and uh, um, I think that's that's I think that's good for, for I think it's good good for all of us. I think uh, 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 I'm a white guy, but I think that by now uh, all of us, regardless of our of our of our race or gender, should have should realize that. Uh, the United States is going to be a, a, a better country if if the people who are appointed reflect uh, reflect the diversity of the nation, and uh, um, I'm really happy to see uh, Biden doing that. Uh, with KCSB News, uh, this is Robert Stark.